0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Welcome,
1: everyone. This is the Global Watch International Prayer Room, and this is 3 p.m. on February 25th. This is Jerusalem time which also means that we're in our call to the wall uh, journey together and this would be session 24 Today is going to be a little bit fluid in that we have our Scandinavia watch that is our host with a real focus in the current situations in Europe and so We don't have a worship song prepared necessarily, but we are definitely going to share with each other what our prayer points have been. And we have Karen Sand, who is from the Scandinavia Watch. We bless you. Thank you for uh, being here with us today. And uh, we'll all teamwork this one. (laughs) Thank you, Karen. Go for it.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, as we're all paying attention to what is happening right now in Europe and there is obviously a threat and we know that we we are just really giving our prayer and prayer that it will not really break out to becoming a world war. And so we really just need to continue to open our ears and our uh, spiritual eyes to the Lord in this hour. But maybe we can just also just pray right now. I just want to give this time in prayer. I'm sorry, there's, yeah, there is like maybe a miscoordination that took place. And so I, I don't have my team with me to, to join me, you know, to, to, today. So Jesus, we just keep our eyes open and we give our hearts to you, Jesus, again and again, because you are calling your people in this hour. And so we ask Jesus, that you will lead this one hour, Lord, as we consecrate this hour again to come together in prayer and seeking your face and opening our hearts what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church in this hour.
1: Yes.
2: And so, God, we want to tune into you just like we also have picked up this week that we don't want to be speaking from our presumptions and our preconceived ideas of what you are saying. But Lord, even this moment, this very minute and hour that we are gathered here right now, Lord, we ask would you open our spiritual uh, eyes and and ears, Lord, to perceive what God is saying in this hour, Lord, and in this moment that we are gathered in prayer. And so, Lord, teach us today, Father. Teach us in prayer what you want us to partner with you and accomplish with you in the heavenly places as the nations, Lord, are, yeah, are, are in such an ordeal, Lord, today that there is a threat for war, Lord, that we are yeah, experiencing. And so we just come before you in confidence in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so I just want to tap in, as I, I shared with uh, Chanel, what I just feel, I, I believe the most strategic role that we as intercessors and as God's people uh, have to do in this hour of with what's happening related to Ukraine and Russia. This is uh, significant to us, of, even from Scandinavia, because we are from the north of Norway, we are by the border with Russia. And so this is uh, uh, really not just a threat for And it's been since 2012, the Lord has been speaking to Norway about watching our borders in the north against Russia. And so among intercessors since 2012, this has been the word the Lord has been giving to us. And it's almost like every year there has been this looming threat that Russia is going to invade or take over in our, what do you call this, in our, by our borders in, in Scandinavia. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. My computer is uh, running out of battery. But last night I called for this emergency call for us, among us here. And so we, I think it was last week that we still in Global Watch are focusing on a call for consecration, if I understand. There was an email that uh, Sue has sent to all of us about this call for consecration. And we see, we are aware that all the things that are happening in this geopolitical uh, landscape right now, that there is so much threat from the part of NATO that they will sanction Russia from the oil and from all the products that they are importing or exporting, whatever it is. It's like, yeah, threat for sanction. And obviously it is the spirit of manipulation. And, And then here comes Russia saying if you interfere in our war, then you will, how do you say, you will you will experience something that you have never experienced before. So there is this threat on the other side and another threat on the other side, and there is manipulation going on, and there is fear going on, and there is an abuse of power going on. And it's, and we know that this is, the spirit of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of darkness operating in that, operating in fear, in threats, in abuse, in, in control, in manipulation. And so I, I just really believe I, I, I just sent, I, I just shared this last night among our intercessors that for us to win this, we cannot also move in the same spirit that the enemy is operating in this hour because it's like, it's clashing, right? It's clashing. And so the only way we can gain ground and authority in the heavenly places, I believe is when the people of God really come in humility and consecration before the Lord because that is the only way we can gain authority in the heavenly places. Because this war is a manifestation of what is going on in the heavenly places and who is taking control in the heavenly places. And so the only way we can gain grounds and authority is really when we humble ourselves. And so this is not a matter of option for us. It's really, this is the only and best strategic way we can Cooperate with God in what and how this, how this like increasing and growing spiritual territory is gaining ground over Europe. And to move in opposite to that is really when all bow down before the Lord and saying, God, here we are as your people coming together, really just consecrating. Because I really believe even in 2019, this has been a word that God has been giving. Uh, to us personally to me because wherever I went to preach in 2019 led that led all the way to lockdown is really consecrate consecrate and we didn't seem to really get and so people were became tired of lockdown and so they are waiting for the time to open it up and then the nations open up and then we're locked down again second time third time and and so I really feel the Lord is really has given us strategically a time for us to really settle our hearts before the Lord by by removing all the distractions. In 2020, he removed all the distractions that made us really sidetracked by all the things, even what we are doing in ministry, even what we are doing from conference to conference and all the things that we have been organizing. And so... That, that is just what I really want to appeal before us we are watchmen on the wall and I last night I really s- saw Eve like this gap just so like standing on the wall and Ezekiel 135 I just want to read that again. <coughs> maybe you can go to that scripture uh, is Ezekiel 13 verse 5 because this is the word the Lord gave to uh, to Ezekiel. So the prophets of is yeah, the prophets in Israel. And then and then he says this if you are in your Bible, Ezekiel 13, verse 5. I just want to read from one to five at least. But it's a very important chapter actually in the entire he says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy and say to those who prophesy out of their own heart. I think this was something that we were also tapping into when jo- Johannes was leading us, remember, and Cornelia prophesying out of their own heart, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, woe to the foolish prophets who who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Oh Israel, your prophets are like foxes in the desert. Foxes in the desert. And you have not, and then in verse five, he says, You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. So last night I was seeing this vision of uh, God wanting to fill in the gaps on the wall. Because if there are gaps on the wall, then the wall will not be able to stand. It has to come together. We have to be glued together. And that's about, I believe, it's a heart coming together in really in agreement and in unity of really aligning our hearts with God. And it's like seriously embracing this spirit of sackcloth. Revelation 11 talks about the the garment, the, the two witnesses in Matthew, and uh, in, in Revelation 11, I should say, not Matthew 11. In Revelation 11, they were wearing sackcloth. And in this sackcloth that they were wearing, this is the signs and wonders. They were confronting the things that God really was displaying through these witnesses, the power and authority that God was releasing upon these men, the two witnesses. And it's so significant that they were wearing sackcloth. That is the posture of their hearts. That is the posture of these two witnesses and saying, God, there is no other hope for us. There is no other way for us. It's like the the mantle of humility upon them, the mantle of repentance upon them. And so I believe that we really need to enter into a deep repentance. We're talking about betrayal and fear and all of this offense. And, And really, betrayal is a great end time warning that God that Jesus himself had spoken to us and he says, beware of these offenses that is g- coming in the last days, because many will hate each other. Many will betray each other. And then the love of most will grow cold. And so the growing cold of our hearts is not just with God, but also with one another. And so I believe that We have to, again, just search our hearts in this whole thing of God. Really, it's there is no moving forward unless we really consecrate ourselves. Because we cannot enter the promised land unless our hearts have been circumcised. And so chapter 5 in Joshua, he was asking for circumcision at Gilgal. Another circumcision that he is asking from his people. And so that's just what I want to submit to you. And... Uh, you're open to whatever it is that you're uh, sensing and picking up in the spirit that is related to this. I just really feel the Lord keeps on hammering to us, consecrate, consecrate, consecrate. And there's no moving forward without this. And, And so it's going to be very critical and very crucial that we really embrace this mantle of humility, this mantle and spirit of repentance That the Lord wants us all to carry in our hearts as we bring, as we stand uh, on the wall, to make sure that there is no gap as we build, as we continue to build. Because we are, I believe that we're entering the season of building, and Nehemiah, and it's really important that as we continue to build. I I just want to pick up this First Corinthians chapter three uh, before we uh, continue to proceed in prayer, because. This is how God is speaking to us about how this building will look like. How would this building will look like? In 1 Corinthians 3, I can put like verse um, 10 and then following all the way to 15. He says, according to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid a foundation and another builds on it but let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which is built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. So for me, I just really see it that how we build, he says here how we build will be, it has to be on this foundation with gold and silver and precious stones. And for me, gold in the Bible represents the character of God, the character and the nature of God. How we build will be based on the character of Christ. And that is, yeah, love. What is the character of Christ? It has to be built. What we are building has to be founded on the character of Christ with gold. And then silver... represents about represents the redemptive work of Christ and whatever we build it has to be built on the redemptive work of Christ which is humility surrender submission consecration even Christ himself had the 40 days of consecrating himself before finally he was released to his public ministry and so even the, God, the Son of Man himself, the Son of God himself, could not continue in shifting the nations to a new season without consecrating himself. And so this is non-negotiable for us to enter into a new era, to enter into a shift. It is really important that we corporately, really carry this sense of that we have this sober sense and that we carry the fear of the Lord in our hearts by coming into posture of humility, putting on us the mantle of sackcloth, the mantle of humility and repentance. And then, so he he continued with precious stones and the things that god wants to build on this in this new season is has to be founded with precious stones and jesus as our rock jesus will only be our anchor and and revelation chapter 4 talks about john the baptist or no john the beloved describing He is sardius, like a sardius stone in appearance. And then Revelation 21, the foundation on the wall in the new Jerusalem will be precious stone. We are the living stones coming together. These are the walls that the Lord is going to build in this hour. That we are made with precious stones. And the glory of God shining through us. That we become the vessels of God, the vessels of honor. In this hour and yeah just the face of god it's if jesus said i am the face of the father on the earth and if we carry jesus christ then we are the face of god on the earth today guys we are the face of christ on the earth and so we glowing with the glory of god the precious stones of god growing from the inside becomes yeah the shining stones the shining living stones of god And we are becoming the advertisement of heaven on the earth today. And it happens and it becomes more and more real to us when we are living in that place of consecrated lives every day. And so it looks like, God, what is it in my heart or in the church, even we are guilty of wanting to become a part of successful church. And because I believe that the great divide that also is happening right now is not just the world and the church, but it's actually between the successful church and the victorious church. And Revelation 11 talks about the victorious church. What is the posture of this true church that is emerging in the last days? And I don't know if we have time for that because it's now 22. I didn't mean to go... Uh, all the way to this time, but uh, this uh, length of time. But I don't know if I can, uh, because maybe I can send this to, I, I don't know how, because I just have it here. I put yesterday, I just pick it up uh, actually from one of the prophetic voices in Europe. The difference between successful church and victorious church. I don't know if we have time about that, but it is so critical actually that we really are not Influence in any way, by any means of the way the world defines success. Because the way it defines success by number, by fame, by identity, our validation is really depending on how many views we have, how many subscribers we have. All these external things that we find to be successful but God doesn't celebrate the successful, actually. He only celebrates the victorious. And those victorious are those who lay down their lives. And so we want to embrace that, a life laid down to Jesus. What is it that we are still afraid of giving up? Are we really in the time when persecution will continue to arise in Europe, in the church, globally, whatever, wherever. It's like, where is the posture of my heart? What are those fears? What are still those strongholds of fears in my own life? What are still those strongholds of offense in my own life that I want to surrender, that God is asking of me to surrender? What are the strongholds still in my own life that, that, that paralyze me that I could not stand in this time when we are being called to stand? and to arise
1: yeah yes chanel go ahead let's respond to that and maybe we can have a couple of people pray and just in in that same vein of consecration and just that sackcloth posture we'll do an open mic for a few minutes and just give anyone the opportunity to respond so unmute yourself and by all means
0: i, I wanted to into this because it's been on my heart to, to take part in this global watch thing, even though it's like really early. And Rania shared, as an Arab, Jew, uh, Israeli, Christian, as she walks, she has many of cases of offense and she chooses to walk without offense. That's a great glory blessing and that spoke to me. I don't have those issues not here in california but i do have issues i do and to walk without offense that's what jesus did and then when gene i think it's gene that 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 spoke from british columbia and he was going to ottawa and and he doesn't know why what's leading him and then he pulls off the side of the road because he has this lit these people with whom he is so angry, and we know? Okay, we've all faced this. This is worldwide. It's not here. British Columbia, California? Europe, Jerusalem? No, this is worldwide. And those people that are pushing this thing, Dr. Fauci being one of them, Bill Gates, uh, just many are leaders of the in our country. And these things that are pushing it, he made his list, and he prayed that they may know the love of God. Isn't that what we're supposed to be? And so I wanted to pray into that. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are working in your holy body today to be holy because you are holy, to be humble and, and not take offense because you sent your beloved son to pay the price for our sin. We were your enemy and yet you loved us, and you showed us the love of God, and proclaimed to us Jesus Christ, him crucified and risen from the dead, and said to follow him. We thank you, Lord, that you are working in this time, Lord, and we pray that we not be built up with offense, Mm. but lay down the love of God, and show the love of God to those that don't know you, to those that were lost, as were we, to show the love of God that overcomes the world to pray for those even our enemies mm. and those that are bringing about seeking to rage against you Lord you look down and laugh but may we Lord may, may we proclaim the gospel and the power of Jesus Christ and and and, and stand by faith and pray in Jesus name
3: and to how what I have learned, what the Lord has very strongly shown in my life. I believe that's something that we will see more and more in our consecration, as in our posture, and even as this great divide is happening within the church. He showed me about betrayal coming from within the body and the best of people that we walk with. And the Lord, one, one day when I my heart was broken by a betrayal, I've had several. And the, this, this particular one, Jesus walked with me and he said, Molly, Judas also betrayed me. But in all that, the word of God, we see that Jesus never spoke about Judas, never gossiped or slandered about Judas. but had to do what he had to do. So I'm just asking, I just feel to pray that Father, even as this season of betrayal will come and you said in Matthew 24 that for your namesake, many will betray us and we will be persecuted. But Father, to have that posture of our hearts where we know that we are being sent as sheep among wolves, mm. that Lord God would give us that wisdom and discernment mm. to hold our tongues and our mouths and not to speak, not to accuse, not to slander, not to gossip. But son of God, has you had the humility to bear And to forgive even those who put you on that cross. Mm. Have that meekness of your spirit. Even when it breaks. (laughs) To honor you and to have the heart of obedience. Holy Spirit, pray in us for that strength. And to have your mantle of meekness and loneliness. Mm and to forgive those who sin against us Father thank you that you're releasing this as we stand together on this wall and stand in the gap Mm -hmm. and make a hedge for your people and for your church and for your bride to stand in this beauty of meekness before your throne of mercy today God we ask this in Yeshua's name